0: Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair Virginia is a witch, and she farts in her chair Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass Welcome to the After The Show Podcast
1: Well, hello, and welcome to the Friday KBJ After The Show Podcast Hello, hello. The weekend is here, y'all. Here we go. Big stuff. Tomorrow, we're going to be out at the Susan G. Komen, West Palm Beach, More Than Pink Walk. Starts at 830. We'll be at the WRMF 10 a little bit before that. If you want to stop by and say hello, please do that. Danny's will be out today at the Chevron on Lawrence Road in Boynton Beach from 3 to 5 p.m. for Scratch Off. Lottery tickets. So if you have a deceased loved one that gave you the lottery tickets, come out and get those with Denny's play. Or get your scratch-offs, however you want to play it. And then Virginia out tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Free Family Fun Day in Boynton Beach is uh, going to be going on there.
2: At the Schoolhouse Museum mm-hmm. and Boynton Amphitheater. Cool. Normally it costs money to get in that museum, but tomorrow it's free. Dang. Bring the kids. Okay.
1: Big stuff. A lot going on. A lot going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Got a lot of interesting comments from Today's KBJ Show. Thanks for hitting us up. Mail at kbjshow.com. Jaybird thinks maybe his mom saved him from impending doom in his house. A little bit of a spark working on some musical equipment, and he audibly heard her say his name, and then he was brought to attention and noticed the fire that was starting to fire up in his kitchen.
2: Dang. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Heard some other interesting stories, too. My reference about the lotto numbers was somebody else saying that uh, her fiancé had had a dream with these numbers in it. He wrote them down, procrastinated, and then gave them to his fiancé. And she looked at him, and they were the lottery numbers that just hit on the Powerball.
2: You idiot.
1: Crazy, right? i was so
2: mad. That's crazy. A, that's
1: quite a story. Crazy. I would
2: be so mad at him. Really? You procrastinated the message yeah. from the great beyond?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just makes you wonder, too, do you get messages and you're just
2: saying, uh, I, I'm not paying attention to shit. I mean, he got the message. He was paying attention. He wrote down the numbers in his phone, and then he just didn't follow through and go to the store and get the tickets i mean dude that is on you right
1: that's pretty crazy abigail said yeah definitely real i have had experiences with the paranormal spirits do follow you i saw my past grandmother sitting on a chair across the room from me she was protecting me Wow. tap into it bird spirits exist she also said um yeah i've uh Seen dead people two times ever since I feel these spirits around me. Uh, And she said it was because she had a near-death experience. And she has a new liver as well. And she just constantly now, since I guess she came close to the other side, it's almost like she is in tune to it. There was, if I remember right, back when I was a kid, I never saw the movie. Great cast in it called Flatliners. Yes. yes, I think the whole movie was them trying to do something like that. They're taking themselves to the edge of death, right, to see if they could tap into what was on the other side. Yes,
0: the uh-huh. near-death experience stories are amazing. Some of them yeah. really are, and it's crazy. Uh, I've, I've I've looked into a lot of these stories, and a lot of people say they don't care about the dumb shit after it happens. They they were they they, they they just go. Don't fucking waste another minute worrying about bullshit. You do not need to be worrying about. They they almost
2: live in the now. They 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 speak about it. It's crazy. Stop sweating all the stuff that you think is so important. Like think about it. Will it matter to you on your deathbed if you were ten minutes late for something? No. Is that
1: what you tell yourself when you're late, Virginia?
2: Totally. <laughs> How convenient, huh? They can't start till I get there anyway, cause I'm the party bitch. She is right, though. <laughs> On your
0: deathbed, there's going to be a lot of shit, I don't think. You, I mean, You're
2: mean you going to look back and go, fuck. why did I beat myself up about being 10 minutes late? That was stupid. Well, just whatever, whatever
0: version of that. I, just, I do feel like some humans really worry about things that are not going to ever happen. Mm. And it's just a good reminder. There's a lot of shit in life that's not going to matter. On your yeah. and I mean that as a positive thing, not a negative thing. Don't
2: get don't get stuck in those things that stress you out and make you upset. And if someone's messing with you and they're just a stupid ass, like, don't let them get you. That's right. Keep your chin up and just laugh at them.
1: Mm-hmm. Got uh, Jack wanting to know if you've seen the official trailer for Roadhouse yet, Jay Bird, the new Jake Gyllenhaal version.
0: So I've I've seen clips of stuff that they were filming, but I have not seen the official trailer yet. I sent it to you about 20
2: minutes ago in your email. I will absolutely check it out. Because Jack is very interested to find out what you think of it. You are the Roadhouse lover.
0: I love the original Roadhouse. It's one of the cheesiest movies ever made. I mean, it is fucking next level bad, but (laughs) awesome. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time, but you guys were taking me down memory lane about maybe one of the oddest movie lines of all time. Didn't even remember this. Oddest or greatest? I don't know. It's a fine line. I'll well, let Virginia judge. What is the movie line and what's the context of how it's used in yeah. the original Roadhouse? So, Set the scene. So
0: Dalton and the bad guy, one of the main bad guys, who's supposed to be really good, they're fighting. And they're they're pretty much fighting to the death. And as they're fighting... The one guy who's trying to beat up Patrick Swayze's character Dalton has him is about to kill him and looks at him and goes, I used to fuck guys like you in prison and goes to rip his heart or shoot him or rip, rip his heart out or something like that. And Patrick Swayze obviously blocks him and then rips out his throat and wins the fight. But the line is, I used to fuck guys like you in prison.
1: It's a, it's a lot. It's kind of an odd line, isn't it? It's, it's wow. All it's, right. He's basically saying. And, and think about that. That was the last thing that guy said. I fuck guys. I used to fuck guys like you in prison, and then he's dead. That's that.
2: Saint Peter's going to be going tisk tisk tisk. I mean, imagine if the last line, the last
1: <laughs> words you ever say in life, is what becomes your epitaph on your tombstone. His would be, "I used to fuck guys like you in prison," and he lies underneath that stone. You know
0: what? It, it wasn't his last line. Oh, it was not. <laughs> he, okay. he, 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 he didn't gets, die. He does die. He, he has one more line after. You he need died. to because <laughs> if that
1: was the rule, you don't want that line on your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> you and had to then, walk through a graveyard and you'd see that be like, ooh. And then Patrick's one, that guy?
0: character rips his throat out and, and then he kills him. It's, a, yeah. it's really, it's so amazing.
1: I watched the trailer today for it.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded
0: by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: And it's got Jake Gyllenhaal. He's shredded in it. He looks really good. That dude must have worked out like a maniac oh, to all get na- in that kind of shape. All natural.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't know what he did, but <laughs> I can it tell worked. You it's not natural. <laughs> it worked.
2: It rhymes with droids.
1: Yeah. Well, he's
2: not he's not
1: big at all. He's just really lean and shredded.
2: And you know how to get that way.
1: It's tough. Yeah. I mean it your diet and what you do with cardio and <laughs> how you work out, it's insane.
2: Needles cardio <laughs> you do weights you do all that stuff yeah. but i mean you can get help i mean will... i
1: did i did the needle stuff to get big that's what put the the bulk on. i mean the thing that's tough with that is sometimes you get a little puffy and you do take on water weight shredding is a different kind of animal
2: i do needles to get small
1: yeah you can now yeah you're right absolutely so i i don't know what kind of combination he did how they're much all of doing it was real, needles but, you know he's he's an older dude too that,
0: that's what I mean. Anybody <laughs> over the age of forty and they're all jacked up small, looking amazing, it yeah. is not
1: natural. they're he, not forty three. Jake Gyllenhaal is 43 years old, so to look the way he does at 43 is unbelievable.
2: And he probably did a lot of work in the gym. Yes. But he probably Mm -hmm. also was sticking himself with some needles. Some in the stomach subcutaneous, some in the ass testosterone like they can get the perfect cocktail those guys have so much cash And please if you're 46 years old and you're shredded
0: and you do it natural I I understand that there's people that are able to do that I'm just saying it's Hollywood they're doing a movie he's in his 40s he wasn't always shredded Don't be shocked if there was some help. I don't give I'm not judging. I'm just saying people, when they say it's natural, people are trying to say that the rock was natural. What? The rock? His (laughs) head has changed seven different shapes seven different times. (laughs) It's large. It's large.
2: But I mean, I get it. He's a movie star. He, you know, he needs to look like a fucking superhero. I get it. Pharmaceuticals work. Whether they're illegally obtained or legally obtained, uh, those needles work. Just don't say you're eating fish and just
0: eating chicken and then you're hitting the gym hard because I'm not – you're doing that, but you're also doing steroids.
1: (laughs) So the premise of this movie, the thing I did like about it, it's set in the Florida Keys, and it is a roadhouse. It's kind of like a tiki bar. It looks a lot different than what the roadhouse looked like in the original movie, and and I like that it's in the Keys – I don't know if the tiki bar exactly works because the roadhouse was rough and tumble. You had to have the musical talent behind a cage because of the beer bottles and everything. that would fly and knowing the keys like we do. I mean, come on. I mean, is there a bar that's that violent in the keys? Where everyone's just going in there and fighting and kicking ass all night well, long. Well, there's a reason why. I've never heard of it if there is. There's a
0: reason why Roadhouse, the original, has a folklore and a cheesiness and a, a crowd that still talks about it to this day yeah. because it was nichey and cheesy and it was, deli- It was. I don't think it's even done delicious trying to, I think they're to make a cool action movie right. and it came off just so hokey and that's what made it what it is yeah. no one would have gave a fuck about that movie if it wasn't like that are they going to do that or are they trying to make a
1: real movie no i think they're trying to make a real movie I and like i said the first thing that didn't connect was that i didn't i didn't believe it because to me i've spent a lot of time at bars that look just like that and they ain't that rough exactly you know, the old roadhouse did. There are some old country bars or off a highway somewhere. And, yeah, people go, and they just want to go out and kick ass all night long. And so that seemed more legit. So already it didn't feel legitimate. Then the premise is so South Florida – there is some money tycoon that wants to take over the land for the roadhouse and put condos and all that kind of crap up. And so Uh, on top of it, he's trying to save the roadhouse as he's trying to also fend off. And so the guy who's going to try to buy it, the rich dude, Conor McGregor's in it. He does look good. You know the MMA fire to the Irish guy. Yes,
2: I love him. He's, he's a, such a lippy bitch. Yeah,
1: he's a lippy bitch, and he oh. does look like he's good in this. So that that kind of brought me back on, I'm like ah, kind of okay. like the Con-. Yeah. So I didn't buy that that bar would be that violent, but I love the Conor McGregor angle to it. He
2: um, is so lippy. He don't know how to get out of his own way, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the trailer right now.
1: Yeah. So it, it goes back and forth, and then the thing that kind of tells me that maybe it's not going to be a classic is apparently this movie is going direct to streaming and it does not get a theatrical release. And apparently the director is pissed because he thought it was going to be in theaters. It's going straight to Amazon. And he said, so they're using my movie to fucking sell toasters. He's not happy. So, yeah, it, looks it wasn't what he thought it was going to be. According
0: huh. to the trailer, it looks like he's a former UFC fighter. Yep. And so they
1: modernized it that way.
0: And he, yeah, you're right. It's straight up very teaky. It does not
1: have the feel of the original Roadhouse. It doesn't,
0: and, that bar all. doesn't
1: work nah, for the doesn't. Roadhouse. Because, like I said, it's, you know, any kind of beach. And it probably is a real bar, actually, in the Keys. Is it looks it? like it could be.
2: Did they really go to the Keys to film it? Because that's cool. It's hard to
1: say you're in the Keys and not be in the Keys and fake it. Because the Keys is so unique. If you know what the Keys looks like. There's not really many other places in America that looks like that. I know sometimes they take it to Georgia and say they're in Florida, but I don't know of any place in Georgia that looks like the Keys.
0: I don't know, man. Thing. I'm watching the trailer. I hope I'm wrong. I, I think I, it's a different kind of
1: movie. I think it's going to suck, honestly. I, I I'm not it's getting good. good vibes on it. I'm not getting good vibes. <laughs> yeah.
2: But you'll watch it. I will you watch gotta it. you got to give yeah. it a full watch so you can say.
1: Well, I mean, the fact that it's going to be on Amazon, it's going to be easy to watch. You don't have to You're right. go to a theater or anything.
0: It'll be easier to turn off. <laughs> yeah,
1: no doubt. Uh, something that, I don't know what this is, but if you liked Austin Butler and Elvis, he has got a new show debuting today on Apple TV Plus called Masters of the Air. I think Virginia... Got all hot and bothered for that Austin Butler. He
2: was hot in Elvis. I liked the dark hair. That's not his natural hair color. Uh I don't like him as much with the goatee and the lighter hair. I liked him as Elvis a lot.
1: Okay. Well, this is based on a book from 2007 It follows the actions of the 100th Bomb Group, a B-17 Flying Fortress unit in the 8th Air Force during World War II. They were nicknamed the Bloody 100th. Uh, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty good.
2: <laughs> You're into it. Uh, it's yeah. got history. it got me,
1: yeah. Okay. A hot guy. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, it's everything I need in a movie. <laughs> history and hot guys.
2: I know you love it.
1: I do love it. Okay. I'm I'm sold on that, actually. I <laughs> uh, always get so many suggestions here. In fact, I had uh, suggested a suit. So I'm like, did you watched uh, Roadhouse? And he had, and he's like, yeah, I tore it apart. It was a terrible movie. So Really? Yeah. It's
0: not. You know, yeah,
1: he didn't like it. I get why people do not like it. Right? Have you watched The Burbs? That's what Alfonso's saying. Might be a good one for suits. That's okay. a that's a classic. It's a Tom Hanks, Corey Feldman's in it. That's right. Okay, yeah, we threw out uh, that as a topic this week.
0: Rick Dukeman, who? yeah he was a stand-up comedian that they were trying to make happen it just never quite you couldn't make dukeman happen you couldn't make dukeman and then he passed away he's no longer with us but he was on on the comedy circuit big time in the 80s and, and 90s and you could tell he was trying to he was breaking in but couldn't just couldn't stay and now he's dead and now he's dead wow damn okay how about that? Rest in peace, Duca Rest in
2: peace. <laughs> you yeah. both go. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Duca I have never heard that name no. in my life. No.
0: The only reason I know because they would always run comedy specials on HBO. HBO was big with running stand up all the time, and they were always featuring these up and coming comedians. They were. It was on every single night. It seemed like, and he, he was always on there. Good story, Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I always love when a long-winded story is followed up by silence <laughs> from
2: your co-workers. So much wind to go nowhere. Yeah. Fuck this Dugaman guy. <laughs> Just kidding. Bert, he's bringing you down. <laughs> he's bringing us off.
0: Fuck down. Him. I think we're losing numbers. <laughs> we take back the rest of peace.
1: Shit. And uh, for you, oh, actually, Bert, I think you like this show, too. Sex in the City is coming to Netflix in April. I mean, I, I've
0: been there,
2: done that. Okay, I've the s- I original? The original, I've seen it so many times. Would you
1: watch it again, Virginia?
2: I don't know. Okay. I would give it a shot, maybe, but I mean, I certainly don't want to watch that season when they were all woke no, and trying to...
0: That would, be, <laughs> that would be the only thing I would recommend everybody to watch.
2: I know they've switched it up yet again from that because they got oh, yeah. so much backlash, but uh, I just... I want to remember it how I remember it back in the day. I'm so bummed
0: out they didn't keep going with the way they were going on season one. <laughs> I wanted it Somebody so bad. Somebody got their attention. Oh, it's yeah,
1: great. Back out of this. So terrible. Mm. <laughs> Clint said, sorry if I miss you discussing this already, but I've been dying to hear your commentary on the cringe fest that your boy, haha, Rob Shithead Schneider delivered on Nashville's New Year's Eve show.
2: Oh, I miss this. <laughs> I assume you know
1: what I'm talking about, but if not, L. King was a main host, and your boy made several appearances that were beyond cringy. Given your disdain for shithead Snyder, Schneider, uh, you'll love to watch how awful he is on this New Year's Eve show. Man, holy shit! He was a half sucked cock. Whoa! <laughs> All right.
2: Yeah, it's here. It's on. There's. It's on TikTok. It's on YouTube. Oh shit! We gotta hear some of that.
1: With uh, Jaybird's love of awkward as fuck, cringy video clips, these appearances will be sure to please. I thought when y'all spoke about Elle's disastrous Grand Ole Opry performance, this would come up. Please give a review on Shithead Schneider's appearance on Nashville's New Year's Eve show. It will make my face hurt laughing. Oh,
2: he gets, he gets uh, political. Oh. Yeah, he's political he's now. He's very Republican, yeah, he it says. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, New Year's Eve is definitely the time to get political. <laughs> well, I... I want to he- can we he play can't help himself? Yeah. He cannot help himself. Wow. That's so
1: funny. Hmm. Uh, he said and I assume you can't do cocktails and karaoke with the insurance bullshit but um, Oh my gosh. We can't. Hearing <laughs> you guys uh sing during headphone karaoke had me laughing out loud by myself. So, yeah, if we can't do that we'll do the next best thing.
2: <laughs> we'll put this uh shit show on the radio. That's right. You won't be able to see it live yet. Mm-hmm. But we are trying behind the scenes to figure out this insurance bullshit.
1: Yeah. Boy, Bird, you got a lot of things to watch this weekend all of a sudden. No shit. How about that, huh? Yeah, I do. I got a lot to do. Got an email here from Shelly. She said, uh, this could be Jaybird's Bird's death. Not sure if you have them down there. But have you heard about uh, Dave's hot chicken? I saw this. Uh, what was the... She used to be uh, one of them, uh, like a housewife, and uh, she's not anymore, and she had a, her own drink, like skinny drinks.
2: Oh, Bethany Frankel. Bethany Skinny Frankel. girls. Skinny girls, skinny yeah. Girl. It's a whole brand, it is. actually. Yeah,
1: I saw her making a video. She was at one of these Dave's Hot Chicken. You have to sign the waiver and all that. Her and another dude had tried it out.
2: I flipped on her. I used to love Bethany. Now I think she is ridiculous.
0: She, I tried her skinny salad dressing, and I fucking hated it.
2: Yeah, I I bought some of her Skinny Girl shapewear, and I loved it. Okay. She had everything Skinny Girl. Mm. She was having, like, snack products, shapewear, the cocktails that you know about, like, food, all kinds of stuff. I don't know how much of that is still out there, but... um, She's now gone to YouTube because she's pissed off Bravo. She is uninvited Oh, really? to ever come back to Bravo. What
1: did she do? Do you know?
2: She called them all out, and she was trying to get this whole uprising, the reality reckoning, she was calling it, where she was going to get all these reality stars that had been discarded by Bravo and they were all going to band together and sue Bravo because what they were saying was that producers intentionally ply the contestants with alcohol, and not contestants, but people on the show. Ply them with alcohol, Mm. create drama that's not there, start fights, and are abusive behind the scenes. Well, duh. That's how you make good reality show content. The producers were just doing their job and she was going to do this big thing, this reality reckoning and bring down Bravo And it's gone nowhere. All it's done is put her ass on YouTube, and that's the only platform you're probably ever going to see her again on. Ouch.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, she had gone there, and apparently if you want a really hot-ass chicken sandwich, go for the Reaper. Now, you're right. We don't have them here. They have a Dave's Hot Chicken in Tampa and one in Altamont Springs that I see, but not Dave's, that brand. Now, they do have like a hot chicken place in West Palm, but it's not Dave's that has that it's, crazy it's, sauce.
2: Is it the same thing as the Nashville hot? I
1: couldn't tell you. I don't know anything about uh, Dave's. Where
2: it's like sweet and sticky, but it's also spicy. Well, I
1: imagine what this Reaper is. It's something that's just it's more a novelty. kind. I don't of thing, want the Reaper.
2: If it's that hot, I don't like yeah, all that. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you got to sign a waiver for it, that's what they're doing. But they have them uh, like Chicago, around Dallas, New York City, uh, they're there. So a lot in Texas, uh, Minneapolis, that area. So you can check out some of those there. Is it we don't the have same
2: Dave that has this insanity sauce that we used? That stuff
1: is... I don't know. It could be. I mean, I would make sense, actually, because that stuff is ridiculously hot
2: dave's really insanity is. sauce mm-hmm. this guy is out of california okay but it I, says it's made in costa rica
1: huh and Distrib- packaged in texas
2: <laughs> manufactured for a business in california but it is produced in costa rica
1: could be they do have a dave's uh, just a little bit east of los angeles It's hot. Maybe. This
2: this shit's hot.
1: Yeah, it is hot, no doubt. If uh, you like the food game and you want to go check out our KBJ e-blast today, go sign up for it at kbjshow.com. A couple of foodie events this weekend that I did not let you know about earlier on Saturday. They've got Chef Jason Weiner of Almond. It's on Palm Beach He's going to be at Holman's Harvest in Loxahatchee Groves. So I guess they have these chefs, and they do little things. And then they have a Michelin-starred chef, Andrew Ayala. He's from Le Hardinier at uh, Paradise Farms in Homestead on Sunday. I know the Swank Farms often does stuff on Sunday as well. but So uh, I guess big-name chefs, that is a thing. Mm. Uh you ever heard of the James Beard oh, Foundation yeah. Awards?
2: Everybody knows
0: James Beard.
1: Bird, you know James Beard, right?
0: <sighs> Not as well as I know his cousin, John Mustache.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: stupid. <laughs> dumb joke. It's like like a certain handful of people get nominated for a James Beard award and okay. they have like, you know, a lot of times it's like new chefs, hot chefs, uh, chefs that are really doing some great stuff. So if you've been nominated for a James Beard award, it's it's a it's a high honor.
1: Yeah, they say chefs, bakers, wine programs and taste makers. And South Florida did not have a good year this year. Six semifinalists for 2024. That's down from 14 last year. And the only real nominations: Brower got shut out, snubbed. Palm Beach had Clay Conley. He was nominated for a Bukan. fifth time. Yep, yep. Bukan. He's
2: Bukan. He's great. <laughs> now okay. he's hot too. He is sexy. As hot as Don Conley. Of the Conley
0: voters from Kevin's town,
2: I think something has to be said for how hot that guy is. And if you look at a lot of the James Beard nominations, there a lot of them are hot.
0: Oh, so you think there's Uh, there's uh, a lot of them
2: have like sexy chef vibes? Uh And I'm just saying, it doesn't hurt if you're getting votes and you're hot. You would think like chefs
1: would be fat asses. (laughs) I
2: would be, and there are, but fat chef. That Clay Connolly is not a fat ass. That guy's hot. If I was
0: making, if I was a chef and someone ordered something that was delicious, there's no way I wouldn't have to make me a side piece. of i all right, they're getting that? I'll make one of mine. All. Right, yeah. doing, I'll just throw my own on there as well. That's
1: what you think. It'd make more <laughs> sense. Uh, some of the others, uh, Wynwood's Zach the Baker nominated and Valerie Chang for Maddie's in Miami. So that's a few of the ones. Uh, they're going to be announced. The finalists on April 3rd, winners, Announced June 10th in Chicago.
2: It's a big deal just okay. to be nominated. Okay.
1: Well, congratulations to those chefs.
2: Says everybody who loses.
0: <laughs> I'm just happy to be nominated. Whatever. You're going to drink yourself into depression if you don't win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Rain in Loxahatchee, in Virginia some props about the little drink that she had made. Said it's phenomenal. Mm. The Orange Julius, she said, I heard Virginia say that she makes an Orange Julius using eggnog and orange juice. Fresh squeezed. I didn't have any OJ and I wasn't going to squeeze Lord knows how many cuties to get enough. It'd be, it'd be like probably about eight cuties. Okay, so I peeled and threw them in whole. I blended with my leftover Publix eggnog. O-M-F-G. It's delicious. Thank you, Vicious V.
2: Girl, I got you. It's on point. I'm telling you, we made it over the holiday, me and Rocco. Orange Julius elevated eggnog and fresh squeezed OJ. She said, for the next time, do you think it would taste better with vodka or rum? It always would, but it's... Not nice to serve that to your eight-year-old, so
1: I didn't,
2: but I would. It was a project that me and Rocco were doing, so I did keep the rum out of it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Rum something. Maybe I'll I'll do rum today. (laughs) Sorry. Those thoughts that I felt like I should have... (laughs)
2: Express to everybody,
1: <laughs> rum, huh?
2: Do you need me to come over and replenish your bar? I, uh, my,
0: my personal life right now has fallen into an abyss, just, a, just a fucking black hole right now. Mm-hmm. But I, it's that, that, not bad, bad. I just, I've got some. House problems all going on at one time, mixed with a couple of things that's going on with my family, you know, just regular life stuff, but it's all kind of happening within the last... It's all falling on kind of like today, sort of speak. Today is a perfect... Perfect storm of fuckery, and it's just kind of <laughs> uh-huh. and, I, and I wasn't expecting this much fuckery on my Friday. So
2: definitely today's a day for rum. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. I, if I'm gonna,
0: if I know I've got a, a day of just some challenges, yeah. <laughs> let me at least put on some music in the background, get a little rum, mm-hmm. let it uh-huh. kick in, and then go. All right, th- th- things are uh, are fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I did a little bit of a deeper dive yesterday on the Whacked Out News. I told you about those three guys found dead outside of a house in Kansas City. They had gone over to a buddy's house to watch a Chiefs game. Yes. This is an odd story. And maybe, I guess, drug overdose seems like the most realistic thing. But it went down January ninth. These three guys, uh, ages 36, 37, 38, they go over to this friend's house to watch the Chiefs game. And apparently there's a a fifth guy as well that is there. So the guy who owns the house, this is what's weird. His story is, is that they watch the game, he goes to bed, he comes back down, and the last he saw was before midnight. Those guys were still there watching Jeopardy. What? And then he works from home. The next day, their cars are still there. So he doesn't have to leave the house because he works from home. Doesn't think anything of it. And then he doesn't realize anything's going on until one of those guys' fiancés breaks into his house to see what the hell is going on. They're like, We've been sending you Facebook messages and trying to get a hold of you. Why are you not answering? And so she called the police, the fiancé. And when the cops show up, the dude who owns the house is in his underwear holding a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't he, judge was, him. he was like, yeah, he's like, uh, you know, I'm a heavy sleeper and I sleep with headphones and a fan on. So I didn't hear people banging on the door. I didn't know what was going on. They're like, you know, you got two dead guys in your backyard and one on your porch. And he's like, yeah, no, had no idea. It's like what? two days later. What the hell? It's just weird. Now, he told the police he's like yeah i guess they just froze to death now this wasn't the day of the dolphins game i mean i'm sure it's still cold in kansas city because it is all winter is kind of miserable but you know i mean is it the kind of cold like what were they doing outside what are they just laying on the ground because the odd thing about it is the kansas city police department said that there was no evidence of any criminal activity or foul play at the scene and they classified the ordeal as a death investigation and not a homicide What? So the only thing that makes sense is it must have been maybe when they're watching Jeopardy, they did some kind of weird drug and then stumbled outside and fell into the grass and died. And then that guy had no idea for two days. He had three of his dead friends out around his house and totally missed every call and every people banging on the door. And every message, doesn't it just feel we- like what the it hell's does. going on here, man? It
2: feels like the homeowner knows more than he was saying. And if it was a drug overdose, maybe he was involved in supplying the drugs.
1: Maybe. Yeah, that's true. They haven't revealed the cause of death.
2: Well, if it wasn't that they were physically harmed, so there's no blood, there's no bullet wound, there's no knife fight that happened. It had to be a drug overdose, Right. I would assume so, but they were talking about, I
1: think the guy that owned the house, he had, I think he was some kind of programmer or something like that and had some credibility. Like he had a, I think he was kind of a smart dude, like a respectable guy. That's what just makes it weird on top of it. It doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would be needing to deal drugs on the side.
2: He might not be dealing. He might have just supplied it for a party. Yeah. And he may or may not have known that he was supplying his friends drugs that weren't what he thought it was and accidentally gave them all fentanyl and...
1: Yeah. Fascinating. I
0: hate to be a dick face. One of these fuckery problems... I have to cut the podcast short and I have to bounce out. I apologize. I can fill you
1: guys in later. Well, me
2: and Kev are just going to go till noon.
1: (laughs) Go for it. Fuck it up. But I... uh all right (laughs) birds bouncing will bounce too all right y'all have a great weekend
0: can you take him home yeah
2: all right bye all right and there he goes there you go bipolar willy wonka everyone
1: all right well you guys enjoy your weekend we'll see you back here on monday goodbye